0: Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to session number 20 of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. Good to have you guys with us this week. Since we started this podcast, I've had multiple people request that we put the audio version of uh, The Power of a Dream, Unity, and Separation uh, on audio. And I have not wanted to do it because I really believe that that is more of a visual presentation because of all the pictures and documentation that you see via video. But we've had so many people that have requested it that we've decided to make the audio version available in this session, session number 20. I do want to encourage you guys, if this makes sense it will take you to an entirely different level if you actually see the Power of a Dream Unity and Separation video. That's available to you guys free. We do sell the DVD for $29 every day out of our office in Kentucky because some people want to show that at different events and that type of thing. But you can go to mlmhelp.com. And at the top, it's there's um, a place that says, you know, get the free Power of the Dream. I think it's even uh, – actually, if you've never been there, that's – the pop-up will show up once, giving you the opportunity to access the video, the presentation you're getting ready to hear, actually on video online. And I would recommend that you do that because I think it will – take everything that you're getting ready to hear to a different level. So that's, again, at momhelp.com, momhelp.com. It's called The Power of a Dream video, and uh, it's at the top of the page. You can place your name and your email, and you will get access to the online video. I think after you hear this, you will probably understand why I am so passionate about the things that I'm passionate about. Um, I understand what it takes to build a duplicating network marketing team at a level that it haunts me, and that's all I. That's the only way I know to describe it. Uh, I see an industry that should be dominating the entrepreneurial revolution that's happening around the world, and we're not. And I think fundamentally it's because we don't – we never really learned how to work with the 27 percenters and help them grow, learn, develop, and become all they can become. And we lost track of the fact that if you build people, and you know how to build people, but if you build people – people will build the business. So with that said, let's get into session number 20, Unity and Separation, The Power of the Dream. And again, I hope that you will also take the time to download and watch the video, because it will really drive home everything that you're getting ready to hear in this session.
1: Hi, I'm Ron Frederick, and we want to welcome you today to the New Image International TV Showcase. It's been a dream of ours for three years now, three and a half years, that one day we'd be able to bring to you in your home some very special events that have taken place around the country. Dale and I, uh, we've traveled in different places here in the United States, and we've been in conferences and shared dreams, our dreams, Dale's dreams, and shared some of the blessings that have taken place in these last three and a half years. And now finally, we're going to be allowed to bring to you in your home some very special events, not just from Dale and I. In fact, most of our events that we'll bring in will probably be from some of our top distributors, people who have shared in our dream in developing New Image International. For the very first show today, it's my privilege to be able to introduce the life testimony of Dale Calvert. As I was thinking about what I needed to say and what really ought to be said, I thought about the fact that there's only a certain amount of time. I could spend hours just sharing with you why... I feel Dale Calvert is the greatest network marketing mind in America. I could spend hours sharing with you why I count Dale as my best friend. But I guess one of the things that I appreciate more than anything else about Dale, one of the things that has stood out in the five, six years that I've known Dale is the fact that Dale has paid the price. I love to be around people that have been willing to toil, been willing to work, labor, and make whatever sacrifices necessary to become successful in their field. Back in nineteen ninety-one when Dale and I met, I began to see some qualities about Dale that I really loved, some things that I knew that I wanted my children to be like, that I wanted some people around America to see and hear. And then finally, when New Image International became not only a dream, but then became a reality. Dale was with us, we saw the opportunity to develop a company, not a company that would be a marketer of products, but a company that would would help to build the lives of people. And who would be better to help build lives than Dale Calvert? Dale made a statement at a conference meeting today in Johnson City, Tennessee. He stated one of the laws that we go by, the law of compensation. law of compensation says this, that the longer the compensation is put off, the greater it will be. And truly, this has been the case with Dale's life. Before New Image International, Dale had labored, worked 12 years, paying the price, learning, developing, trying things, finding out what wouldn't work, finding out what would work. And through it all, Dale wrote all these things down. Through all that time and through all that labor, Dale was the type of person that knew that one day somebody would need to know that there's a person that's been successful has been through the same heartaches, the same tolls, the same labors that they're going through. So what you're going to see in the next 45 minutes or so, you're going to hear Dale's life exactly as Dale put it in one of our conferences. We've had many requests that we make this video available. But what we've decided to do is allow this particular talk to be the very first of the New Image International TV Showcase. So with that, I share with you the New Image family, the life, the time, the heartache, the successes, the dreams of Dale Calvert, my friend.
0: I believe so strongly in the concept of unity and separation. And I want to try to share with you this morning maybe why your upline gets on you a little bit. Maybe why they stress to you how to do the business. Maybe why they don't let you go off on a tangent. And I hope that you realize that they're doing it because they care about you. And I think that you need to realize that they're doing it because they understand the concept of unity and separation. This is a concept that I learned very young in my network marketing career, and it's something that I've tried to always build an organization by. When we got involved with New Image International, I saw two things. Number one, I saw the opportunity for the first time in history, the first time in history, create a total... Unified company where you would have leadership all teaching and preaching the same duplicatable system. And I can tell you after two years, today New Image International has the best, most unified leadership team in the field of any network marketing ever before or ever again. No question. The power that's going to come from that in a few years, I honestly feel like that we have got the company that everybody's looking for. Quitters are going to come and quit. Quitters quit. That's what quitters do. But I want to tell you, there's a lot of people out there that are finding new image that have been in this industry for a while, and I cannot tell you how many times over the last six months I've heard, Dale, this is the company I've been looking for. This is exactly what I've been looking for. You've got it laid out for us. Uh, I I love uh, Joe's testimony up in Illinois, uh, uh, Joe Stevenson, and he said, I've been in network marketing for 16 years, and I've been looking for this company for 15 of the 16. And I think we're going to hear that more and more and more in the future. I want to share with you this morning our story with the concept of unity and separation behind it. For some of you, uh, you've seen this probably a couple times at a couple conferences, and I apologize. Uh, I didn't do it last time, and everybody was griping and complaining and, and saying, Dale, I can't believe you didn't do that. I told my downline about it. Why didn't you do it? Well, I'm going to do it one more time, and we're going to get it on videotape, and then maybe I won't have to do it anymore, okay? I want you all to understand that if I can do it, you can do it if you want it bad enough. How many of you, I hope you can see that, but how many of you could have got excited about sponsoring that guy? (laughs) Boy, that's a winner if there ever was one, wouldn't it? Well, say, Dale, who is that? That's me. (laughs) My sponsor had so much confidence in me, he quit two weeks after I got in the business. It's true. I was working at IBM. A few, a few weeks after that, after I got involved in my first network marketing company, I, I got to go to the employee awareness class at IBM. That's where they send the IBMers with bad attitudes. Some of y'all are laughing because you've been there too. It's in the basement. It's last chance, Charlie. It's like get it together or it's over okay that's where they send you to the basement and I went down there to the basement the first day and when I was in the basement I heard how great IBM was and how we should be so thankful that we work at IBM and there's no other company in the world like IBM and that's what all my friends and relatives and family had been telling me and I believed them for a while but I didn't want to be down there and then after lunch the first day they put out a They pulled out some cassettes, a set of tapes by a guy named Zig Ziglar, and he said, You're where you are in life because of what's gone into your mind. The only way to change is to change what goes into your mind. And it hit me like a ton of bricks, because I'd been filling my mind with the wrong things for the last few years. That's why I look like that. (laughs) And it just hit me. And when that day was over, we listened to a couple of those tapes. When that day was over, I went up to the guy and I said, Look, I've got to have those tapes. He said, This is official IBM property and it's not allowed off IBM premises. I said, I have got to have those tapes. I told you this is official IBM property and it's not allowed off IBM premises. I said, look, I'm going to be down here one week. You can let me borrow them, or they're going to be missing before the week's over. What are you going to do? He said, looked at me like, no wonder you're down here, young man. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. To make a long story short, I got the tape. I started listening to them over and over and over and over and over, over and over and over. The only difference between a big shot and little shots and big shots and little shots that kept shooting, but, you know, over and over and over. And we got involved in the Shackley business. That's the company that we started with in the beginning. This is our little office in in my dad's basement. We had our products. I don't know if you can see it on this or not, but we had our goals up, and we were turned on and excited. And in 90 days, ignorance on fire, we became supervisors in that company. Didn't have a clue what we were doing, but we were excited and turned on. And we were recognized as supervisors. Notice at that time, I swore I'd never wear another tie again. And when they recognized me as supervisor, I didn't have a tie on. I had a problem with ties. So some of you got a problem with ties. I sympathize. I understand. But a few weeks later, uh, I went to a big meeting in Ohio, and they had all the new supervisors walk across the stage, and I had on jeans and didn't have on a tie, and I kind of felt bad, and I broke down and went and bought a tie. David Cook would probably relate with that that's okay I tell people this is the best sales job I ever did in my life no question about it uh, Stephanie and I got married shortly after the Shackley business and she had been through all this uh, ups and downs with me and uh, she's always been supportive and, uh, you just can't make it without it. I know I couldn't. This is our car that we had in our shackle business, and, uh, this is our first house. We live in the home, was about six, seven, eight hundred square feet. I don't know, I said, I think before I called it eight hundred square feet, and, uh, Tim said, Dale, you lied, it's not anywhere close to eight hundred. And, uh, I was, I was noticing Dr. Shirley's here today, uh, with their new baby. And I was thinking about it, uh, when we were in the Shackley business, we got in that old Chevette and we drove to Chicago with a meeting, to a meeting. Uh, Stephanie and I did when my oldest daughter was four weeks old. We were carrying her around to a meeting, just brought back that last night on the, on the boat with, with them. And, uh, my oldest daughter's here in the morning today and she's 12. Brittany, you want to stand up real quick? She's 12 years old. It's my oldest daughter, Brittany. (laughs) We were living in a small house, and this is where we had dreams of living. This was a new subdivision they were starting at the time called Mallard Point. And uh, Stephanie and I would go out on Sunday afternoons, and we'd go, and we'd just sit there park the car and sit on the bank and imagine if one day we could live here. It's another shot of it. Just a beautiful, beautiful development. I used to uh, come home from meetings, come home from appointments, and sometimes if I knew Stephanie was already in bed and already sleeping and she wouldn't uh, be worrying about me, hopefully, I would come on down the interstate. I wouldn't go to my little 600-square-foot house. I would get off the interstate. get off the interstate and I, I drive out to uh, the gate. I could never get in because it's a gated community. But I drive up to the gate and I visualize I'm driving home. And I, I should bet, you know, come on, let's go. But, but I'd be visualizing I drive home and I'd just pull up to the gate, get a good feeling, back out, and go back home to my house. Uh, but you gotta have reasons and you gotta have dreams this was the most expensive piece of furniture in our home it's a cassette tape duplicator and on the wall are cassette tapes and I heard people like Jim Rohn and I heard people like Jim Burke and and over and over and over and over listening to them, listening to them, trying to make just little changes, little changes I kept hearing, you know, you're where you are in your life because of what's gone into your mind you've got to keep doing it, they'll keep putting in the right thing and I could see little changes, little changes, little changes. But I can tell you without question, I would not be sitting here today. I'd be not be standing here today. I'd not be involved in New Image if it wasn't for cassette tapes. That is absolutely what changed my life because you have to get out the, the bad and put in the good. And it's made such a tremendous difference in my life. This is Brittany again. And uh, this is our Quick Start training program. I was at IBM one morning, I had to be there at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I wasn't too happy about that, it was on a Saturday. Had to work six hours overtime. I got there a little bit early, I sat down to start my job, and as soon as I sat down, it was like, I never had an experience like this, but it was like my mind just opened up. I'd been in the business about two or three years, I was frustrated, I, I couldn't figure out why I couldn't get this thing to work. I'd go good for a while and then I would quit. I was doing everything I knew to do and my people were running around like a chicken with their head cut off. None of us knew what we were doing. It was the blind leading the blind. I would say this is the way to do it one week and next week I was trying something else and I was following this trainer for three days and then I'd follow this one for three months and I'm going to try it this guy's way and that guy's way and this lady's way and I was just confused. I didn't know how to make this thing go and I sit down that morning and my mind opened up and it was like this whole thing came to me. I started grabbing these repair cards from the typewriters and just writing as quick as I could write. And this whole program came to me in about 15 minutes called Quick Start, or, uh, quick Start Training Program. It was the first one. And I wrote it all out on repair cards. And I was working that six hours that morning. And I kept thinking about this and thinking about it. And I went home that night and I typed it all up and I got it and I said, this is it. This is the answer. This is a step-by-step duplicatable system. If people will come in and plug into this, they'll have success. This tells them what to do. They don't have to go off on their own tangents trying to reinvent the wheel. All these tapes I'd listened to, accumulation of them, it was like they all came together in one morning. And I'll never forget that day. It was such an exciting day because I knew that this was the answer. Finally, I have got a system. When I bring Joe into business, I can show Joe what to do. And I got so excited because I knew that was a missing link in this industry. And uh, because of that, can you all see that? I can't. Okay, we'll go to the next one. We, we, because of that, we put that system into place. One year later, we were in the top five award winners at that Conference of that company. Here I am from Kentucky. I've been on an airplane one time. Stephanie and I got on the plane and we went to San Francisco, California, for the first conference. We got there and it looked like George standing there with the sign saying Calverts. <laughs> And we followed the limo driver, and, I, and or we followed him out of the airport, and I said, well, we need to pick up our luggage. You know, I was paranoid. I was afraid I was going to get there, not having clothes to wear, and you know how it is. You know, I mean, I was scared. Some of y'all had that feeling this weekend, probably. Okay, so I was scared, and we got there, and when we got there, I said, I got to get my luggage. I got it, and the lady said, Dale, that's taken care of for you. No problem. I said, okay. So we walk out of the airport, and I'm thinking, okay, what bus do we need to get on? And they say, this is for you. And it was this big black limo, probably the first one I'd ever seen. I couldn't recall ever seeing one prior to that. And I said, who's riding in this? They said, you all are. And Stephanie and I got in the back of that thing, and we were playing with the whistles and seeing if the phone worked. I mean, we had a blast. And then I realized, I looked up, and I heard laughing. I heard (laughs) this guy laughing. Well, the thing's up. He can't see us, you know, the thing's up. And I thought, intercom, on. <laughs> <laughs> He's hearing us the whole time. But anyway, we had a great time. When we got out, when we got out that day, when We got out at the airport or at the hotel. There's a photographer there, starts snapping pictures of us getting out of the limousine. We can't believe it. We don't know what's going on. This guy keeps snapping pictures. We walk into the hotel. They hand Stephanie a fresh bouquet of flowers. This guy's taking pictures the whole time. People are looking at us like, who are these people? We should know these people. I mean, this was an unbelievable experience from a guy that grew up in camping ground, Kentucky, population 400. You understand? I mean, I'm in California walking through this fancy hotel and this guy's snapping pictures of us. I mean, it was unbelievable experience. And, and they just kept taking. Now we kind of loosened up and started enjoying it a little bit there. <laughs> but they took us up and they took us up to our room, walked across this beautiful breezeway and wouldn't let us in the door. The photographer had to go in our room before we did so they could get a picture of us coming through the door. They showed us the uh, skyline of San Francisco and then after everybody uh, left the room, I had Stephanie take that one of me, uh, kind of holding up that award winner badge. Then the next day, we went on stage and we were awarded uh, one of the top five people in the company for volume for that year. It was an unbelievable experience because all weekend long, people kept coming up to Stephanie and I and wanted to know who our parents were. <laughs> it took me a while to understand what they were saying. They said, well, how come they let the kids have the award badge also? says, my badge. I earned it. that's us coming off stage at the award ceremony it couldn't have been any more perfect my mentor in this business is Jim Burke and at every conference they choose one speaker to come in and talk to one of the top people to talk to the new supervisor, and they have, you know, hundreds that they could have chosen from, and the one guy that I've been listening to more than anybody, my mentor in this business, was Jim Burke from Rapid City, South Dakota, and at that conference, it just so happened that the guest speaker for that weekend was Jim Burke from Rapid City, South Dakota. It was an awesome, awesome feeling. To, to hear somebody and look at somebody that you've been listening to for a couple of years that, that made a drastic difference in your life and have the opportunity to, uh, to meet them for the first time. We got our new bonus car. I never will forget the day that came in. Stephanie called me at IBM, and I, and I, when she called me at work, I knew it was an emergency or the car had come in, <laughs> one or the other. I said, is the car here? Is the car here? She said, no, it's not here. She said, but I've got to pick you up from work today because of this, that and the other. I can't remember what it was. So I got off work and walked out and there she is sitting in the brand new car. We'd been looking at that car for over a year and a half. We went to the dealership, we got a picture of it, we put it up. I visualized driving that car, first new car I ever had. I knew how it was going to smell, knew how it was going to drive. It was an awesome experience to pick up that brand new Mercury Cougar. I'll never forget that day. Then my second child was born. Right after that, there's Brittany and then uh, Channing, and uh, Channing's here this morning too, and I'll have her and Allie stand up in just a minute. Uh, But our second child was born, and we got to move out of that little house, uh, and we started attracting some good people. Uh, With that particular company... You know, with us, you have to be 18 before you can get involved in a program. Okay, with that particular company, if you were 12, you could qualify. (laughs) That's Steve and Kim Hicks. And for those of you who don't recognize, Steve had not changed a whole lot, but, but Kim has. Uh, but it was an awesome experience. You know, some of the best friends you'll ever have in your lifetime you're going to meet in this industry. There's no question about it. And it's, a, it's a, the best a benefit of this program. But Steve and Kim and, uh, this is a picture in the Bahamas. I don't know if you can see that, but that's a Princess Hotel. We want a trip the next year. Uh, really things were going extremely well. Uh, another picture from the Bahamas. Uh, at the conference, uh, my mom and dad also were had our strongest leg in that particular business, and they they got to go on the trip with us to the Bahamas. That's my dad, and we had just a fabulous time. That's mom and dad at the uh, convention, and that's at the banquet, the big banquet that night. And when the banquet was over, we were getting ready to leave and dad, I never will forget this either. He came up to me and he said, Dale, he kept, come on. I said, "What do you want, he said, let's go up on the stage. I said, dad, they can't, they won't let us up there. He said, let's go up on the stage. He said, I want to take your picture. He said, one day that's where you'll be. And I tell you, it's such a blessing to have, to be able to grow up in an environment with those kind of parents and that kind of support. My point of all of this is that the system was working. We struggled, we struggled, we got our attitude right, we got our program right, and then we put the system in place. And then the greatest thrill is when your people start succeeding. This was uh, Judy Burton from Winchester, Kentucky, in her first bonus car. Uh, this is another bonus car in our organization, Bob Havens. Bob was a unique individual. He was my first experience with the three-percenter. <laughs> I have no idea ever happened to Bob Havens. But he won a bonus car and did a great job for a very short period of time until he looked and couldn't find his downline anymore. Y'all laughing. Some of you know what he... <laughs> you've been there. Some of us have. Uh, this is Stephen Kim again at another little awards banquet our organization did. This is Ann and Steve Middleton uh, at a conference. They started winning conferences and awards. Uh I started speaking a little bit at different locations, and people were starting to understand and hear about us. And... Everybody started to new I mean, our people got to a point where they were excited to be part of the Calvert organization because people were hearing about us. They were hearing about this system and wanting to know about it, and what we were doing, and how was this kid How were these kids building this business down in Kentucky? And uh, it was really kind of exciting times. That's our second bonus car, which was a sable, Mercury Sable. Kim's in the car with me there. Uh, this is our one-year anniversary after IBM. I always wanted to get me a license plate that said, no job, personalized. But I figured uh, state police might think I was in the wrong kind of business, so I never did do that. (laughs) It depends on what you're driving. If you're driving a flashy car that says no job, you might have bad news, so I never did do that. But it was just exciting, and, and I think the thing that I'm most proud of in that particular business was the fact that the next year... At the next awards banquet, of the top five award winners in Vail, Colorado, two of the five were in our organization. That was from all over the United States. And that was the thrill for me to see our people make it because the system was working. The system was the issue. The system was the issue. Stephen Kim was one of those award winners in Vail. that's our key people right there I can tell you I love them all today some of them I haven't seen in a, lot, in a long time of course Steve and Kim are still involved in the business uh, my mom and dad will be probably regional directors here in the next couple of months within New Image and uh, a lot of these people I do keep contact with Kathy Younger is involved in New Image but we had a tremendous unified group of leaders there and uh I'm just going to share with you kind of what happened in that business. And for those of you that have been around in that kind of business or know anything about that company, that was a tough, tough business to build. There's not one of those people that wouldn't today be a national director within this company because the opportunity was night and day between what we had to work with back then. Uh, this is October 5th, 1986. Things had gone great, you know. Everything was rolling. I had 12 supervisors on my recap. Everything was going good. We went from 12 supervisors on a recap to five in the last three months. I'm thankful that I've developed an attitude to the point that it doesn't matter. We're successful and continue to be successful and we are on our way to key coordinators even though we only have two first level at the present time. See what happened in that business. You had to maintain $3,000 a month in sales or you reverted. You went back. Stephen Ann Milton got transferred in their full-time job and it's hard when you have customers in Lexington to ship products from Bardstown to Lexington every week. Jackie Heichel, who was a school teacher who was full-time with us, her husband got transferred with IBM. Same situation. We lost a bunch of supervisors all in one month and it was really not, it was just the way it was supposed to be looking at it now, but at the time, I really, really didn't understand what was going on because we worked so hard. We were having success. I was full time. I was supporting my family. And then all of a sudden my income goes less than half. Two weeks later, I wrote, I've been sick the last couple of weeks. Mom says that when you're sick, your mental and physical and spiritual all run together. I think that's what's happened to me. I feel as though I was in a, I feel as though I've been in a state of panic. Things are really uncertain now. Our savings is getting lower. We now only have five supervisors on the recap. I'm going to work hard on myself, though. I know if I persist, I'll succeed. Um, three months later, the last three months have been the most stressful of my life. But through it all, Steph and I have both had an inner peace. On Saturday, May 21st, I spoke for a large Shackley organization in Troy, Ohio. It was a great feeling. The response we got was unbelievable. The speakers were myself, uh, Dr. George Waters and Guy Tusi, vice president of the company. That evening before the meeting, Friday, Dad and Mom and Judy and Carol and Stephanie and I drove to Ohio. We stopped at the Red Lobster to eat, but it was super crowded so we had to go to a Chinese restaurant. After the meal... They brought us each a fortune cookie, and mine mine read read as follows. Treat the past as past, now it's time to start anew. And I I don't know if y'all can see that, but I've got the actual fortune cookie there that I kept for all these years. It was very meaningful at that time in my life. Uh, So I couldn't believe it when I read it. I have passed my state insurance exams and Saturday I go to Mount Sterling for my final day of training. I hope to be able to go to work on Monday. At the present time, I haven't done anything with Shacklin over two months. I'm just waiting. So what I had to do was, uh, was to leave that company and, uh, not leave. Stephanie ran the business, but I had to get out and start in the insurance industry. So I could support my family it's the hardest one of the hardest times of my life and I'll just share a couple other things with you real quick this is four months later a lot's happened in my life Uh, the first week of April I officially started working with NASE which was the insurance company I went to Manchester Kentucky my first week and on my first two appointments I sold them both and made four hundred dollars and ended up making eight hundred dollars for the week I remember calling Stephanie that first night. I was so excited because we needed $400. And I remember asking her if it'd be all right if I went to Pizza Hut and, kind of <laughs> and ordered a pizza so I could celebrate because we hadn't had money to do any of that, you know. You remember Gosh, why would I do this? Since that time, I've consistently earned about $3,000 a month. During the middle of August, my manager, Bob Kaiser, to decided to leave the company. I was devastated to me. It was devastating to me for a while. I thought so much of Bob. I was smart enough when I started in the industry to understand, to, to follow success. Bob had been successful. He was number two agent in the company the previous year. I decided not to reinvent the wheel and just plug into what Bob was teaching. My new manager is Randy. He's a good guy, even though I could, he's even though I could go to work with Bob for a new company. I think I'm going to stay where I am, but I really don't know if I can trust my new manager or not. I really miss Shackley, especially the people. I just can't believe how things fell apart. The unfulfilled expectations of Shackley have made it very hard to get excited about a new opportunity. I've just been coasting along the last few months. No goals. No nothing. Two weeks ago, we moved into a new home in Mount Vernon. It has four bedrooms. Uh, I'm excited. We're only renting it now because we haven't sold our other house yet. I'm so thankful for Shackley and what, it, what we learned from that business. After I'd been with the company one month, the new insurance company, I was 32nd in the nation out of 1,600 reps. Bob asked me why. I told him because I'd already paid my dues and I'd already developed an attitude foundation and I knew what that was all about. I guess time will tell whether I'm right or not. I'm providing for my family, but for the last few months, I have no dreams. For the first time in a lot of years, I really don't feel like I'm making a difference. And uh, I got into the uh, insurance business. It's just a couple, couple shots. To make a real long story short, after one year, they put me as a district manager. I brought the people in. We put them on tape of the week. We developed our own system around that industry. I spent a year for front in it. I learned from the best. I put together some cassette tapes. I put together a system of duplication in that industry. When my reps, when I hired them. They had a cassette tape where they could sit down and listen to it and learn that presentation word by word. Uh, It was successful. After one year, they put me into a district management position. After four months as a district manager, because, this is key, people, because of the system, because of the system, in four months, my organization, my reps, we were rated number three in the United States behind New York and California. Nobody could believe it. So what in the world is this doing? What's this kid doing? My upper managers got jealous of it. They didn't understand it. They didn't believe it. They, they were three percenters that didn't understand that you, you don't hire everybody that can fog a mirror. You look at people, you choose the right people, and you spend your time with right people. You just don't run them through like, like horses. That's not the way to do it. You know, hoping they'll sell two or three policies to their parents and their family and then quit. I couldn't operate that business that way. And I didn't do it that way. And it really created a lot of problems and the upper friction in management. And to make a long story short, uh, we were doing great. They figured out if Dale wasn't there, they'd make a lot more money. And, uh, that was the end of that. I got out of the insurance business and, uh, it was rough. For the next two years of my life, 1988 and 89, I didn't do anything. I went to a depression of, to a degree. I, uh, I sold swimming pools for a while. I sold insurance off and on. I just didn't know what to do. I had no idea what to do. I was getting deeper and deeper in debt. After two years, I was in excess of $50,000 in debt. I owed the IRS, I had 11 credit cards maxed, I was uh, feeding my family at times with credit cards, going to the grocery with credit cards, and they say it's always darkest before the dawn. The insurance was over, I got all the awards, all the recognition, but I was working with the wrong people. My reps were doing well, and then this guy calls. This is my sponsor and the company we came from. As Ron said, Ron and I came into business the same day. Ron and I hit it off from the first week. And the one thing Ron did for me was help me believe in me again. I'll never be able to repay him for that. I'd gone through two of the worst years of my life. I was frustrated, but with the help of a lot of good friends, I decided that I had to go one more time. I didn't know whether to do this business or not. I went in the car one day and I sat down, and and I know Stephanie did this because I went through two years of just not doing what I knew I needed to do. And I got in the car one morning, I turned it on, and the first thing I heard, the cassette player was in. And I heard Zig say, the only difference between a big shot and a little shot is a big shot's a little shot that kept shooting. And I decided we had to do it one more time. We, uh, We went to work, and things took off, and things were going great. And and people were coming in my business, and we were making money, and I was getting more and more confident, more and more excited all the time. And in 1992, December the, uh, January 25th, my birthday. I just want to share this with you, and then I'm almost done. It says we've been in the business 13. We had been in the business 13 months, and things were doing well. We were excited we were going to make it to the top position in the company which is national marketing director we were in the middle of a six-month qualification there was a regional meeting in indianapolis monday mom kept the girl or saturday and mom kept the girls and stephanie got to go with got to go with me friday evening was the 24th of january and ron and aldi took us out to red lobster for my birthday the regional was going to be held at the adams mark hotel We were in the process of trying to get out of debt. I couldn't justify spending a lot of money to stay at the Adams Mark, so Stephanie and I stayed at the Motel 6 about a block away. Stephanie understood it was a mutual decision. She's always been supportive and understanding. When we got up early Saturday morning on the 25th, it was snowing and cold. I I locked my keys in the car the night before. I had to get a locksmith to come and get them out. It cost me $40 that we didn't have. We got to go, we got to the regional late, but my three guests that were supposed to be there didn't show up anyway. On the way home, our radiator in our old car blew up. We'd like to never found a place on Saturday afternoon to get it fixed. This is on my birthday. (coughs) We got home late. We were both tired and frustrated. And then I got the call. Ray Rochelle, the number one distributor in my organization, the guy that I was really going the guy that was really making it happen, had been shot and killed the night before. Not only did I lose my number one man, but I also lost a friend. Ray and I had spent quite a lot of time together on the phone at meetings. Plus, I had spent time with him in his hometown, Waynesboro, Tennessee, and throughout the South, doing meetings. I was in a whirlwind for about three weeks. I seriously considered selling my distributorship and finally getting out of network marketing altogether. All and I think if it hadn't been for Carol Ely, Roy, and Roger and Rhonda, and the support of a lot of friends... Ron got me through that time. I would have got out. I also met Dan Moore shortly after that at a regional director school. I never met Dan before. And uh, I can remember him spending some time with me at that school, and he, he was really a support during that time. But the good news is, Ray Rochelle's daughter called me, and she said, Dale, there's some people worried about you. And she said, if dad could tell you one thing before he died, he'd say, Dale, you make national market director. And, uh, we made it right on schedule 15 months later, or after 15 months in the company. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is just a few of the offices that we had set up. <sighs> That's Stephanie and I in Atlanta the, the the weekend that we became national marketing directors. The beautiful part about it is a year later, all of our people started to achieve. The reason they started to achieve was because of the system. We came in that program, one of the first things we did was put together a duplicatable system. Three cassette tapes and a book. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. And our people started succeeding, Carol and Roy and cars, and it was just awesome to have so many people following the system and, and doing extremely well. There's Steve and Kim. They became national marketing directors in that company. New cars. Uh, another couple we had from Bardstown, new cars. I mean, it was just amazing what happened. to Roger and Rhonda, and things were just going extremely well. This was a meeting where I started speaking and people were starting to hear about us again. And this is a meeting in Corbin, Kentucky with over 600 people. I don't know if you can tell, but that's curl Ely right there. I'm gonna share I'm almost done one more section. I haven't communicated with you guys at all I've done I haven't been able to look up. all I've been able to do is try to get through this myself so I, hope, I have no idea whether y'all are hearing me or not, but I'm just <laughs> telling. This is after we'd been in the program for a while. Things were going great, I mean, finally. Our business has had steady growth ever since we began, even though the company has been going up and down. Our Quick Start training program is now being incorporated, and in the leadership principles that we've learned over the last 11 years have made the difference. We continue to be blessed. I did the marketing plan the first time in Louisville at a regional meeting shortly after becoming a national marketing director. I received a standing ovation, which I could not believe, and the guest speaker said it was the best presentation ever seen. I continue to be humbled by this type of recognition. Our training methods are now being used by several outside organizations in St. Louis, Cincinnati, Louisville, Missouri, and other areas. Our organization is becoming known, and then I've got in parentheses, right there, the concept of unity and separation. I don't know if y'all can see that or not. but It's rewarding to be able to give back. I just received a letter from our president inviting me to be a member of the 1993 President's Advisory Council. uh, To be a member of the President's Advisory Council. Things have really changed in the past two and a half years. I again I I am in a situation again where I can touch many people's lives and share the concepts of personal development and leadership that made such a significant difference in my life. Today we're virtually debt free. Stephanie's driving a new van, I'm driving a new Dodge Stealth. And tomorrow we'll leave we're leaving for a vacation to North Carolina and Disney World. Steve and Kim and Courtney will be going with us and we're excited. Brittany and Channing can't wait. Allie's only two, so she'll be staying home with mom. A year ago, Steve and Kim couldn't have comprehended having the money for this kind of trip. Today, they're getting out of debt more and more each month. Both are driving new cars, and it's all because of this opportunity, God's grace, and Steve's commitment to personal development and leadership development. It's exciting. I was telling Steve on the phone the other night that I'm at a place in my life I have never been before. I'm where I always wanted and dreamed of being. I'm out of debt, I have money in the bank, I have freedom, a good passive income, I have the opportunity to touch people's lives, speaking and training regularly. Now what? Listen, this. now what? Where do I go from here? I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. I hope during this vacation I will have time to think, reflect, plan, and get a, a vision and direction for my future. The next month, Ron calls. And we started with people that I thought I knew I was nuts when we started, so did Audie. <laughs> And I just could not believe it when these people came with us. I thought that hopefully I'll be able to get enough going on so that within six months when where they're at is going to fall apart, not because of them, but because of the company they were with, that in six months we'll all be together again. That was my hope when I started. And they all started with us. And those people is what's created in an image. And I'm just so thankful for each and every one of them. Eight months after being involved in this business, we sold our house that we run the tools office out of, and we moved to Mallard Point. you guys are right now in your life and in this business, I've probably been there. If we can do it, you can do it if you want it bad enough. I just hope you... (laughs) I just hope you guys realize that I was talking to Phil Sheff the other night. He said, Dale, when this Moneymakers Monthly article comes out, there's going to be a lot of people trying to recruit you he said, there's going to be a lot of company owners, we're going, you know, and I was talking with Phil and Jim and several people. We talked about this. And Phil and I were talking. I said, Phil, how much would you sell one of your kids for? I said, somebody, $10 million, $20 million, you name it. I said, nothing or nobody could ever, ever sway me. This is my family. This is my baby. This is my life. Thank you. Phil said, Dale, and I know he means this. Phil said, Dale, I feel the exact same way. And I know some of you in this room are part-time with us, and some of you are full-time, and some of you are lifetime. And those of you are lifetime, that our lifetime, our promise is that we're going to do everything we possibly can within our power to make sure that from now to the rest of your life, that this is one of the most awesome experiences you ever have. Thank you guys.
2: What you've just seen is a is story of Dale Calvert. What's happened to him? Uh, Kim and I have known Dale and his family since 1984. We've seen him come up through the ups and downs that you saw on the tape. And a lot of people think that Dale's just been lucky, that he's just fallen into all this success. But as you can see on the tape, that's the farthest from the truth. What's really happened is he's applied the concepts that we try to teach in New Image, the, the, the concepts that for things to get better, you have to get better, and you've got to constantly improve. And I, I hope you saw that on the tape. And what's really neat for me is is Dale is Dale. What you see up on the stage, what what he teaches – he lives that on a day-to-day basis, whether he's dealing with his kids, with his wife, with New Image people, or with anybody, because that's what he believes, and that's how he chooses to live his life. And, and I know if you'll plug into the concepts and the principles that we try to teach here, you can have just as much success as he's had. Thank you. I
0: hope you understand now why I always believe that if i can build a business anybody can build a business if i can build a unified duplicating organization of leaders then anybody can with the right mindsets and the right skill sets and i hope that message has hit home for you if you have not yet went to mlmhelp.com and requested the uh online version of what you've just heard i hope you'll do that it's called the power of a dream and it's free to you guys and i hope you'll do that just to end this uh, just to kind of divert the questions because i always get them people always say well dale you know new image was right at the top fastest growing company two years in a row you guys were kicking butt taking names you had all these average people making you know you had people I, I remember Dale you had an Amish couple making $10,000 a month they didn't even have a telephone and they didn't have a automobile and I remember all the success stories of average people that were just getting wealthy blah 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 what happened and I get that all the time what happened um Let let me just give you the simple version, and and I hope one day to tell the whole story. But the simple version is the same thing happened that happens to many network marketing companies. And you've seen this over and over and over through the years. And it's two words, greed, ego. That's it. Greed and ego are the things that that will destroy organizations, companies, quicker than anything else. Unity creates separation, but greed and ego destroys. And again, that's all I want to get into at this point. Uh, maybe one day I will tell the rest of the story, but it won't be today. Uh the bottom line is thousands and thousands of people's lives were touched in a positive way. Uh, many went on to do awesome things in their life. And there's been many children and grandchildren who have been raised in a environment where they're aware of their self-talk. They understand the importance of goals that never would have had that if it hadn't been for uh, the company called New Image International. And I'm extremely, extremely thankful for that. So you guys have an awesome, awesome week. Uh, Next week, we've got an awesome session for you called Getting People Started on the Right Track. You're going to love it. Until then, have an awesome week, and we will talk to you next week